0: If you know you should be using Instagram to market your business brand or side hustle, but you're feeling overwhelmed and confused, this is the podcast for you. I'm Johanna, your girl for all things Instagram, but here on the podcast, we talk about not just the gram, but all things social media, influencer marketing, digital marketing, and anything else you could wish for. I love carrying on the conversation after the episode, so be sure to find me on Instagram at J-O-H-H-H-A-N-N-A. Send me a DM or tag me in your stories. Any and all feedback is appreciated. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi friends, hello. I know I haven't come and hung out with you here in the podcast space for about a month, but I am back. I'm going to get caught up on my episode. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, there will be an episode tomorrow and the next day and the next day and then maybe the next day after that. So starting with Three keys to building a sustainable influencer career. That's what we're going to talk about today, and I'm just going to jump right into it. So, if you are already an influencer and you're making some income, or you're just getting excited about it and getting, um, you know, warmed up and ready to jump into the space, there are definitely a couple things that you need to have in place to continue to be sustainable or to really grow a personal brand that is going to pay your bills and um, keep you going long term. So, Number one is to have a business plan and as an influencer or a personal brand, it is vitally Vitally important that we treat it like a business since a personal brand is essentially an extension of our personality. The work can and it should be fun and creative. However, the more intention we put behind our brands, the more that they're going to flourish in both size and revenue. So if we look at a personal brand like Sarah's day, so she's an Australian YouTuber. She has over a million subscribers. She has over 700,000 on Instagram. Her brand, her her brand voice and her vibe is super carefree. It's super down to earth, earth and relatable and it's important for us to understand as observers and as other influencers that every move is still super calculated so even you know her before she Publishes a YouTube video. She's asking what's our ROI on making this? Is it high in demand content for the audience? Is it clickbait for growth? Is it opening up an opportunity for us to sell something? So her brand on the outside is super fun But it would be naive to think that every piece of content isn't part of a bigger plan and part of a plan That's going to make her money So she strategically keeps details out of Instagram stories so that she can keep them exclusive for her her vlog while still keeping up appearance Appearances, you know, so she's showing up on Instagram stories But she's not giving you the whole picture because she's strategically considering what she'd prefer to put in a vlog um, Style video that lives on YouTube long term Another example she includes her son her new baby just enough But not too much to scare away that original mass audience that she Gained that were coming to her for health recipes and fitness tips first. So sometimes um Influencers bloggers have babies and their audience just needs to change or it can kind of Disappear a little bit because people didn't come to them originally for baby content so as um, a personal brand Sarah has definitely had to consider like where am I gonna find this balance of of course wanting to share um, Her beautiful baby boy and all of that experience while still giving her original um, Group of followers the kind of content that they're looking for The moral of the story here is that it seems as simple as documenting her day-to-day life but everything is much more calculated and part of a bigger plan which means um, having a business plan in place for your brand is incredibly important. If you are an influencer and you don't have a business plan, then actually module one of my course monetize your influence walks you through that. So instead of you sitting down with a flashing cursor and a blank Google document, you can instead work through 10 questions that we have in there to build out the details of your personal brand. So, so having a business plan is step one of having a personal brand and being an influencer. Second, you want to make sure that you're tracking brand partnerships and this is important for a couple reasons. Come tax, it's going to make it super easy to have all of your invoices and documents in order. If you are in Canada and you're making over, I think $12,000, you do have to claim that as income. I'm not too sure what it is in the U S. Um, and as well, tracking these collaborations is going to help you just understand your business in numbers. And these are numbers that you can use when you're renegotiating with brands who you've already worked with and trying to create another contract with, or when you're pitching new brands for partnerships, you'll have some analytics and some data to show them. Um, as influencer marketing evolves, and brands start to redirect their KPIs, which stands for Key Performance Indicators, They're going to go from being awareness focused and reach focused to more conversions and click through focused. Um, As we can track this sort of stuff more, it becomes more important that your content efforts are focused on selling and actually creating those conversions for brands. The secret to selling is collaborating with brands that your audience will actually be excited about and not just brands that pay the bills. So tracking your numbers and all of this is just as simple as creating a Google sheet and including columns like the brand name, their contact, maybe make a little note if it was a PR contact agency or someone directly from within the company maybe you have multiple contacts you can list here building a relationship with PR or reps can really open up more brand deal opportunities since they likely work with multiple brands and having an inside contact contact directly from a brand also ensures that when you reach out again you're reaching out to the right person when you want to talk about working together your third column in this Google sheet might be deliverables, so you can list the frequency and the spacing um, between your deliverables that you had to provide for the campaign you might write something like three static posts over three months you're gonna put the price that you were paid and then the KPIs that the brands were looking for so you can use these numbers to take back to the brand in the future or create a case study for pitching to other brands you can track things like clicks conversions reach and engagement and then maybe you wanna have another column for notes. So here you might wanna just add details from the negotiations, whether you'd wanna work with them again or not and why. When it's a year from now and you're looking back at your Google document with all these numbers and the notes, it might you might not remember the details of every single partner you worked with, so you might as well make your notes while the experience is fresh in your mind. As we move through 2020 one of my biggest predictions for influencers this year that I posted about in January was that both influencers and brands need to move in the direction of long-term partnerships when there is conversions or clear return on investment then basically it's gonna be a no-brainer for both parties to work in this way it's much clearer for your audience when you can enthusiastically announce like a six month or year-long partnership so that your audience knows what's coming down the line Um, because talking about a product once and then never again is basically gonna lead to no sales for the brand and they should know better to be honest but it also looks sketchy to your audience when you jump from brand to brand in the same industry and all of a sudden you're promoting like one protein bar and two months later you're promoting a different one because you didn't have a long-term contract however chances are a brand maybe isn't going to sign a year-long partnership with you if they haven't already experienced working together unless you can provide some serious data to back up your pitch, which is where this Google document of all your past analytics and campaign success would come in very, very handy. Also, if you need any other pitching tips, module four of Monetize Your Influence, which I mentioned earlier in this episode, is teaches you how to pitch and negotiate with brands. And there are some screenshots straight out of Claire's inbox in that module, which are super, super helpful. For strategy number two, once again, keeping track of past collaborations should be an obvious habit if you are acting as a legitimized business here. And this data is going to basically create a seamless way to maintain relationships with brands. Um, Plus, you're giving yourself opportunities to create detailed case studies for the future. So make sure you are tracking your data and numbers from your brand partnerships, not just for the brand requirements and them asking you for it, but also for yourself. And lastly, strategy number three to building a sustainable influencer career is to build and maintain relationships with brands. As an influencer, you are likely a team of one, maybe two. You're the CEO. You're the creator. You're the face of the brand and you're your own PR person. Public relations are incredibly important for you because you are the product. This means as the influencer, you need to be building actual relationships with the marketing and PR representatives you meet from brands that you are working with, building rapport uh, happens all throughout a partnership. It's just as important after the partnership finishes as well So start by emailing them personally even if you have an agent or a manager You should be touching base with this contact to let them know that you're excited about the opportunity Second don't be afraid to get on a call these discussions can be a little intimidating But they really humanize both parties and communication is likely much more clear when you can hear someone's tone of voice and also just make some friendly conversation with them and get to know them and um two things here that wouldn't happen through email you know you don't hear the tone you don't make any small talk it's just very business 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 so calls can be super beneficial after campaigns are finished it's worth the effort to follow up with a thank you email to your contact there and at the end of the year as well so I always always recommend sending holiday cards to every brand representative that you've worked with this extra effort that you could outsource to an assistant uh, definitely goes a long way and could be the difference between them considering you as they're planning for their next year or not. So the end of 2020, going to Target, buying a bunch of cute little greeting cards and just sending a little personalized thank you note to all of your brand contacts. Rapport and relationships are incredibly important and something as simple as just writing down a note or setting a reminder in your phone about someone's personal life and then reaching out to them to wish them well on an upcoming trip that they'd mentioned to you a month before will keep you front of mind and continue to nurture that relationship. This is sales, babes creating and maintaining this rapport takes time and effort, but in this industry, sometimes all you have to do is just leave a comment on someone's Instagram and that's enough and we all have time for that. So that's really good practice to get into. So in order to create and maintain your personal brand as a sustainable business and source of income as an influencer, it's crucial to have a business plan to provide direction. It's crucial to have client rapport skills, build those connections and it's crucial to have a metric tracking system to observe your numbers and calculate some relevant averages and values just so that you can look at your business in terms of numbers and not just in terms of photos on Instagram. So tracking your goals and your brand collaborations is your responsibility as an influencer, so don't skip these important steps. You got this, chat soon. Once again, I'm happy to carry on the conversation about this episode and all things digital marketing over on Instagram. I'd love for you to send me a DM so I know who's listening out here on the worldwide interwebs. For real, it honestly makes my day to hear from you. I'm at J-O-H-H-H-A-N-N-A. Chat soon. Bye.